us, ladies and gentlemen, on the... Another fine, sunny Thursday afternoon. Yes, and to tell you what, today is Thursday. It certainly is. And it and is the afternoon. So I'm not wrong. It's one thing you're not. Oh, wonderful. Well, uh, dear Les, how have you been? Uh, well... I've missed you dearly. I've missed you. It's been six full days oh. since we saw each other. Well, actually, that's a lie. We at the same retirement home. I saw you before. We, in fact, I've seen you here since for bloody thirty-five years. It's true. I've seen every you day. every day. Yeah, but I now, don't often talk to you on those days off. Look, I'd like to know what you've been up to. Could you tell me what have you been doing for your week? But I, but I did ask you. Yes, I don't know, but I've got a big reveal. Oh, of course, that's correct. Uh, look, well, uh, I haven't done too much. Uh, let me think. Uh, I've been bobsledding. Yes. I've been go karting. Yes. I've been skeet shooting. I've yes. been downhill skiing. Yes. I've been tobogganing. Yes. I've been roller coastering. Yes. I've been surfing. Yes. I've been skateboarding. No. And I have been sleeping. You've been sleeping? Yes. Yeah, you lazy sod. Oh, no, well, you know. <laughs> yeah, everyone needs a little bit of shut-eye. I can't, I, can't, I can't say I'll sleep when I'm dead because I'm halfway dead. Yeah, you're pr- we're practically I'm dead. practically well, there's dead. There's been many scares, haven't there? Yeah, well, a few. That's but, all uh, kind of growing up. You know, exactly. I believe that's a song. You've had a few scares? No. Uh, what you said before about growing up. Yeah. One, I guess this is growing up. Yeah, it could be. I don't know. Who, I don't is, know. It, is it a Glenn Miller track? Yeah, if it isn't, I'm not interested. That's <laughs> much for, for sure. Very particular music taste. Absolutely. Anyway, my friend, I feel that leads into uh, how your week has been. Well, I tell you what. Here's the honest fact. Tell me what. My week's been bland. Oh. I've done nothing. 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 Oh, you think of, can late. you think of something? Tell, I think of something. Uh, skate shooting. I just said yep. it before. Tell you what. I did it in my week. I didn't skate shoot. Well, so that's very lazy. It, I think it's either skate shooting or nothing. I did nothing. But you may recall, for those uh, avid listener who was tuning in to episode 11, you yes. may recall that I said at the end of the episode I was going to the beach, which I did, and yes. I said I was going to write a song. And then in the last week's episode... I didn't play it. No, you didn't. I just felt like it wasn't. We had one angry fan mail. Yes. Because of that. Yes. Uh, It was a fan mail. We haven't had any fan females, but hopefully they'll come through. Yes, we're hoping to diversify our listenership. Philip will always put out the call for ladies to call in, (laughs) and typically we get children... Or uh, old men. Strangely similar sounding men. (laughs) It's odd, isn't it? It's very odd. I don't know why. I'm trying to think of why. Can't think of it. No, I don't, uh, don't have any reason to. Anyway, continue with your story. I so, I wrote a song for my darling wife, Lynette, and uh, I just felt like there were there were things that I hadn't said to her that I wanted to get out in uh, in the key of G, oh, uh, and then eventually modulating to A flat major. But for the most part, I got them out in G, and you'll notice the last few thoughts I got out in A flat major. I'm going to play a little bit of this song. And I've called it something very special. Oh. Would you like to know what I've called it? What have you called it? I've called it Lynette. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> it's, it's just like uh, John, uh, Paul McCartney and John Lennon wrote um, uh, Julia. Yes. I, I wrote Lynette. So Wonderful. You've both got names. Uh, yeah, well, you well, both have names. You both have names. It's very astute of you, Phil. Yes. 
it is. In fact, I do pick up on these things quite easily. Enjoy having listening and ting 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 to this song if you wouldn't mind. Drinking wine beside my girl The wife of mine Watching another beautiful sunset I love my life, I love my wife And though my ailments are rife I know you love me too, my Lynette My teeth fall out when we kiss And when I piss I mostly miss The bathroom smells like an old vinaigrette Swollen from anaphylaxis Until the world spins off its axis I'll swell for you, you minx My Lynette My dear Lynette Let's look out from the jetty And don't give a damn what anyone else says Oh my dear Lynette I know that you're not petty I'm bloody excited that I can be your les My trips and falls Got false teeth And got blue balls My meninger cockle Makes you feel upset And despite all my malaria You know that I'll be there for you Through fat and thin and fat My Lynette You like my lisp You don't mind my gels You bring me tales from my irritable bowels And gray suits you more than when you were brunette I can't tolerate gluten or lactose But I'll tolerate you till my back goes Through your menopause, I'm yours, Lynette Oh, my dear Lynette Let's sit out on the jetty And don't give a damn what anyone else says Whoa, whoa, my dear Lynette My skin's just like confetti But that won't stop me being your Liz I forget that I've got amnesia I forget I've got amnesia I forget I've got amnesia I forget that I've got amnesia I forget 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 I've got amnesia I pass gas underneath that duvet But you still haven't left me yet Lynette, my dear Lynette Let's look out from the jetty And don't give a damn what anyone else says My dear Lynette You're making me feel sweaty but that won't stop me being your les My dear Lynette Whenever you feel ready Let's always be Lynette and Les That's that. What did you think of that song? 
Oh, Les, you are very gifted, my friend. Oh, hello. <laughs> very gifted. Well, I'm not sure this is the correct response, but anyway. It kind of, it feels a little bit like our mate Jeremy. Jeremy! Thank you. Uh, has been up to no good and has been... One segment jingle at a time! <laughs> He's just—he's lost the—he's lost the plot. He's still got my lanyard, Jeremy. <laughs> I'd say he does. Now, weren't we going to go a bit easier on Jeremy? Mm, I don't recall that. Neither do I, really. I think we should just let him have it. Oh. <laughs> well, I'm happy to continue laying into him for uh, as long as he works here on a volunteer basis. Is—is <laughs> is working voluntary? Uh, well, yes, I would say so. I'll tell you what else is voluntary. If you, and if you oh, have sorry. a job. Yes. That you enjoy. Yes. Then you'd never work a day in your life. What bloody fool said that? I believe it was uh, Michael Jordan. Michael B. Jordan? Uh, yes. Oh, cool. <laughs> the, the common actor. <laughs> yes, common. I like your term there. He's not that good, he's common. <laughs> well, you know, anyway. Well, I'll tell you what. If you look at the clock, you'll find it's 4.37. Oh, what does that mean? I think that means it's time for bloody news. Yes, that 18-second that uh, theme always signifies that it's term for the news. We've got actually quite a bit of news coming through. We do indeed. But I tell you what, it's the, you know, not only does that song signify it's the news, it's 4.39. Everyone knows that's news time. Well, I'll tell you what, the masses are screaming for news, and we're going to, just like um, uh, the Sermon on the Mount, we shall tell people news. We'll deliver it to them. Fairly sure that's what happened in the mount. Is just reading that's out what the deliverance day. is. We're yes. delivering the news. Exactly, bloody right. Exactly. Squeal, piggy, squeal. Uh, yes. Sorry, that's a that's from the hit film Deliverance. Okay. Sorry, it's, uh, it, uh, is that Michael B. Jordan again? <laughs> Yes, he was in that. Oh, wonderful. We've got a bit of news. I'm going to start off just telling you a bit of news out of the Hollywood. Uh, we had uh, a fantastic uh, third season of uh, The Handmaid's Tale came out. Yes. Uh, and Beautiful show. Yes. Uh, a much different tone for the third season. The first two were quite dark and a little bit... Uh, uh, a little bit macabre. Macabre is a good word. Yes. yes. It's, it's a silent... I just want to clarify. I did say... Macabre. Not macabre? <laughs> yes, I'm not resembling a chicken. It's <laughs> <laughs> so, let's just clarify. What did you not say? Uh, I did not say macabre. <laughs> awesome. Uh, the third, let me... Tell you what, I almost did a macabre. <laughs> uh, you get a very funny accent, don't you, Mr. Phil? Uh, yes, The Handmaid's Tale. Uh, this In this third season, Offred, the star of the show, she's back and uh, she set up a stall in the main town of Gilead where she will be... Uh, it's, a, it's a craft stall. Uh, she invites all the children and the adults to come round and they can uh, make some, uh, some out-of-paper mache. They're making some tales and these are the handmade tales. So come by uh, and watch the show uh, in order to ensure that news article was worth the amount of time we allocated it. Indeed. How about on your side of the world? It's, it's Come not. for the handmaid and stay for the tales. 
Um, uh, my side of the world. Uh, well, I've got some uh, some legal news. Indeed. Ooh, better than illegal news. <laughs> Very true. Well, funny you mentioned that. It's about uh, the convicted crime boss, Tony Mockbell. <gasps> we know Tony Mockbell. Oh, he... well. Notorious. Very naughty man. Yes. Very naughty. What's he been up to? I've seen his name in the news. Well, he's up for slander and libel. Yes. Uh, because he's been defaming bells. He's not. He has. He's been calling them clappers, oh. and dongers, oh. and clangers, oh. bell ends. Oh. oh, it's absolutely ghastly what he's saying. Absolute defamation. He's mocking them, mocking he, those he, poor he bells. He is. It's kind of a little bit in the name. I know. Yeah, right. Well, that's uh, it, he's he is appealing the case uh, in the yes. in the time court of Australia. Yeah, well, congratulations. I hope but, he doesn't uh, get it. Because I don't think he will. I, if I if I listen carefully, I think I hear the death knell of that case. I love the way you said that. Very witty. <laughs> And bloody testing, Mr. Philip. Last bit of news on my side here. Uh, you'll have seen the phrase bringing home the bacon has come under a bit of scrutiny, bacon. which I think is absolutely bonkers. But we're open, you know, this is a PC world, not a Mac world. A PC. True, true. Uh, and uh, we we have to, you know, think about our minority groups. In this case, uh, the minority group that has uh, kicked up a ruckus is uh, the um, the uh, homeless uh, <laughs> vegans with no hands. Oh, homeless who vegans. Who have said with not no only uh, can they not bring home the bacon, they can't bring anything to their home. So. Oh dear! I'm sorry. Uh, sorry that they're so sorry about that. Disgruntled about it, but homeless, handless vegans. Yes, they'll get over it, I suppose. Oh, I think so. Exactly. That's what quality of life have they got? Well, if they're not having bacon. If you can't have bacon, what can you have? That's what I bloody reckon. Liz, Liz and Phil. Radio drive time forum live online. Welcome back from that brief segment. Uh, we've got a we've got a special guest with us today to discuss a very serious matter. Very serious, isn't that right, Les? It's not wrong. It's <laughs> absolutely a dire, dire predicament. It is indeed. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you'll be aware that there has been a plague uh, hitting our cities, and that plague is uh, people parking. And using other people's nature strips without permission. Absolutely, it's a disgrace. Yes, it's turf wars. Turf yeah, wars, indeed. And we brought an expert in to uh, to explain the situation, why it's happening, and what you can do to protect yourselves. Absolutely. This. Please welcome Daniel. Here's here to chat to us all about it. Uh, welcome, welcome to the show. Thank you, gentlemen. You're more than welcome. Uh, we've got a, the first question is: Could you just tell us a little bit about the problem? What seems to be uh, seems to be the issue at hand? Well, this has been a, a, a growing problem. It's a very insidious problem, in fact. It's uh, started with uh, people crowding the streets. You know, the volume of traffic is growing, the volume of people are growing, and people are paving over their lawns, losing Absolutely. that green space. Absolutely. So now it's encroaching into the the pavements. Absolutely. It's horrible. Horrible. It's, it's, it's horrible, you know, and we've got to remind ourselves if, if you know, if parks are the lungs of the city, mm. you, you know, these little urban green spaces, you know, what are they? They're the, they're the, they're the eyebrows oh, and they. facial hair. <laughs> yes. And we've got to protect it. Absolutely. What brings, say off of it. Yeah, it brings character. 
It brings oh, character. Yeah. That's yeah. what it is. That's it's the face right. of the face of the city. Who does? Who would you say this is affecting? What's the What's the biggest spread of the issue? Who's most uh, most getting impacted by this? Oh gosh, I think it impacts everybody. I uh, I grew up in the UK, and I remember the days when it was you know a green and pleasant land. Yes. And then did we all? And then yeah. people started. Those were the days. People started moving again, and traffic started piling up. As I say, people started paving their driveways to take their cars off the road. Yeah, and more cars came. Yeah, people paved out those areas. Absolutely. Uh, and and look at where the UK is now. Yeah, like what have we got? We've got Brexit. It, exactly. <laughs> I think they. I think that might have led on. I think it goes from sure. car parks. To Brexit. Certainly well, a it's, cause it's, of... It's all to do with protecting the space outside our houses. An Englishman's home was his castle. <laughs> well, and and what, what do you have outside your castle? You have a moat. Exactly. exactly. Uh, it was a grassy moat, a concrete moat. Now, what's next? Oh, indeed. Uh, absolutely. Uh, Philip, do you have anything to add? Yeah, uh, I don't... Uh, well, shall we move on to the next question, I oh, think? Well, welcome to <laughs> Well, finally, I think, how, how can people protect their lawns how can they ensure that what is theirs remains theirs uh, that's, and a, that's a really good question yeah. yes um, well asked there philip well done <laughs> thank you Phil. yes <laughs> look it's 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 you can use nudge tactics you can put gnomes out there you know you can keep people off those spaces Absolutely. but i think uh, harsher measures are being called for these days totally yes certainly uh, Strict sentences, I think. Well, in, well, interventionist approaches. Oh, know. yes. One can imagine putting devices into those areas where yes. where people park. Yes. What kind of devices? Yeah, what are we talking about here? We can introduce, uh, we can introduce you know, things un- under the surface. Yes. Electrical devices. Ooh. Things so. that can... Propel people away from oh, like a uh, physical like propellant. A physical propellant. That's quite under good. your control. Okay, that's, that's that's you know it's outside your house. Yes, you know, keep people away. So we're talking like an ejector kind of yes. ejector car pack. Oh, yes. indeed. Yes, indeed. Absol- it would uh, it would send a message. Absolutely, <laughs> a ferocious yeah. message, strong <laughs> message. One, one 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 invokes Archimedes, who used to use. <laughs> Solar reflectors to burn the sails of ships coming into the Grecian shores. Absolutely. That was Imagine a... solar reflectors, you know, up on your house. I tell you what. Targeting those areas <laughs> just outside, <laughs> keeping them Absolutely. Keeping them safe. They're thinking. Keeping them clear. Yes, oh, I actually... That was at the forefront of my mind, Archimedes. Yeah, I actually used to know Archimedes when I was a bit younger. Yes. Had good uh, friends. Had the bath with Archimedes and the water overflowed. Oh, that's the one. Yes, it was a, I, was, I was there for that. Well, <laughs> no wonder. Learn lessons from this. <laughs> Absolutely. No wonder it overflowed. There was two of you in it. Well, that's the issue. <laughs> I think that threw his sums out a little bit, but he got back on track, I think. He did the... Uh, was it the levering as well? He, would, uh, he put a... a a, a thing in the centre and you could lift oh, the, the halves the work though. work rate. I don't know. You're right. Yeah, so all, but, all that trigonometry sort of stuff. Uh, yes. Pythagoras theory. I know. think you're listing as many <laughs> maths-based theories as you can. Well, I am a learned man. Absolutely. Uh, now, people, um, I, I do recall you are you have your own business, Daniel. Uh, would you like to tell the customers, uh, potential customers, our dear listeners, about your business? Uh, I believe it's, uh, what is the name of your business? Yeah, it's uh, called Arm Your Guard. 
Oh my god. Well, what's wrong? That's nothing. I said a creepy crawler up my arm. I'm your god. I'm your god. Fantastic. Sorry, sorry, Philip. I interrupted you rudely, as I tend to do. Uh, so what can they purchase from your, uh, from your illustrious business, Daniel? Well, we have an array of, uh, of ways to keep people off your patch. Uh, yes. Or from outside of your patch. Yes. Uh, it includes sensors, motion detectors, mm. and then various techniques and tactics to keep people away and various devices. Mm-hmm. It's so very vague. I like it. it. I like it. So it's kind of a bit... Uh, well, off, you know, it's, uh, some of it's probably on the boundary of whether it's totally allowable or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's how all the good things start, I suppose. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, well, so if listeners, if it's listeners uh, can they purchase these goods from, mm. your, from well, Army Guard? That's, that's right. We, we, we have an array of purchase options. Yes. Uh, at least options so oh, least one can one can one, one can buy such products for uh, you know 50 53 uh, biannual payments of 18 to 20 dollars that'll look after your patch for for a period of time it'll let us know what's going on that's we can track the people that sounds like a fantastic bargain that man. is a, bargain. a worthwhile investment it's 53 biannual payments of 18 to 20 dollars I don't believe it. I don't believe it either. I feel like we should invest. I I just want to go back. uh, How much testing goes into these products? Are we certain that our customers can use them and protect themselves? Oh, yeah, we do do extensive testing. You know, we have our our laboratories (laughs) and our crash test dummies. Ah, yes. Beautiful. Make sure that they can be tested. (laughs) The the launch distance isn't too long for the ones that are... Sort of flung off the patch with our yes. interventionist devices, or that the currents aren't too high, absolutely. You know, burn marks aren't too too deep or anything. Ah, like exactly. You got to you got to make sure you're all above board with these things. Well, that's right. That's mm. right. Health and safety comes first. Yes. Always. Yes. Yes. We've got that five star and uh, cap rating. Yes. It's the way up, I think, between health and safety and frustration of getting people parking on your lawns. I think you can kind of err on the side of the frustration. Yes. Get well, them off the lawn. Well, that's right. Well, we know signs don't work. No, oh, absolutely. Nobody reads anymore. Right. Right. And, and fences, non-electrified fences, uh, you know, yes. can only do so much. That's mm-hmm. a valid point, isn't it? So, yes. So you've got to you've got to do something. Absolutely. Uh, has there been any instances of cars parking anywhere else around the property other than on the front lawn? Have you come across this issue before? Well, I think pe- people are beginning to encroach. On your personal property, okay, yes. moving beyond these borders, yes, and uh, and it's more a question of where does it end? Yes, mm. you, you know the fact that it started and people are encroaching into your driveway, blocking your way into your own house. Oh, yes, disgrace. That's that's become a real thing, and and uh, you know where do we get to? You know, do they park on your garden? Mm. Will they work their way into your garage? Yes, You'll see, come home, you open your garage, they'll be sitting in there. That's the worry. That yeah. would be what weird. are the laws about that? Well, see, I don't know. I don't know where, right. where it starts. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. They'll be ending up in the verandas. They'll be well, stealing our homes. are a big thing in Australia. Yeah, they are. In England, but here, exactly. Thing. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw a few mercs parked up on the verandas sooner or later if this doesn't stop. 
right now. Well, that, that's it. And there's no, there's no, there's no laws in place. That's the thing. So you've got to regulate this kind of behaviour. Absolutely, it's an unregulated. Teach area. it into the schools. Absolutely. Get them young. That's yes. You know, change that's the behaviour in those early, it should early be days. Part, absolutely, it should be part of the driving test here. I think you get your learners, you got your your hazards, your P's test. You also need a parking test. Yes, well, that's, that's, that's right. what I reckon. That's right. Know your boundaries. Know your boundaries. Oh, well, that's, that's a good phrase. Uh, that's for, there's our motto. Put on some, <laughs> on some t-shirts, some t-shirts the tagline. and placards. <laughs> know your boundaries. Know your boundaries. Dot com dot au. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> I would do that. That's Absolutely. A really <laughs> well, thank you so much, Daniel, for coming in. It's yeah, been beautiful. Great hearing from you. Um, and great yeah, a resident PP expert. Uh, if we have... Any other need, we'll call you back onto the yeah. show and, 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 and we can inform our dear listeners on the next uh, hard-hitting topic. Absolutely. Thank you very much. We've, got, uh, we've actually got um, someone from the uh, other side of uh, the fence coming in. Oh, uh, I thought you meant uh, from the other side of the world, you know, or, you know, the afterlife sort of <laughs> thing. We've got Jordan no, coming in. No, we've got a guest coming up soon from uh, from the Property Utilisation People's Union, or the Poo Poo. Ah, yes. In, so, in, 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 in uh, balance of fairness, we're, we're bringing in both sides of the conversation. So exactly. who, who was that person coming in? Uh, didn't mention the name because we hadn't ad-libbed that far, <laughs> but I'm going to say... It's likely a Mike or a Michael. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> so we'll hear from Michael from the Poopoos very soon. Awesome. Thank you so much, Daniel. Thank you for coming in. Thank you, Daniel. Thank, Thank you for you joining us way. on the Lesson Field for Radio. No, it's not. <laughs> the Lesson Field Radio Drive Time Forum Live Online. Lesson Tell you what it is, it's uh, for the Mystery Sound. We haven't played Mystery Sound in a few eons. Oh, I love it. I love having a little secret sound. Well, uh, wrap your big ear holes around this one, if you wouldn't mind. Have well, a look. Ladies and gentlemen, you'll never get this. It's so tricky. Mmm. <laughs> lots of things that could be. Oh, certainly. But equally, a lot of things it couldn't be. Philip, are you there, mate? Sorry, I'm just a bit distracted. Yes, I understand. So we have one hour of this show. A week. My belts come undone yes. from my girth. I thought that was what it was. Yes. Uh, that was the sound, a bit of a squeaker. Very, yes, high-pitched. Ex- certainly. Extremely. Yes, uh, but nonetheless mysterious. The most mysterious sound I think we've played on our secret sound slash mystery sound segment of all time. So, uh, dear callers, we're going to throw the lines open to you soon. Uh, call us in on uh, 1300 That's it. Or uh, you text us. Yes. On uh, 96900693. Yep. And uh, what's the carrier pigeon number again? Pigeon number uh, 0439 Yep. Ah, uh, yes. And, and if you're entirely stuck, just call triple zero. Yep, triple zero. Service you require is pleasant, Phil. That's it, baby. Fantastic. All right, well, let's see if the lines light up. Oh, who? All right, let's uh, throw that open. Oh, look at that. We've got our first caller right now. Hello, dear caller. You're on the show. Hi. Hello. What is your name, my dear? Hi. Um, 
Shirley. Hello, Shirley. Shirley, uh, what is your guess for this uh, for this secret sound? Um, well, you know the, um, the Aztecs. I am familiar with the Aztecs. Yes, I yep. uh, I, I grew up with them. Yes. Uh, yep. Yep. So you know the Aztecs. Do you know the Mayan? Uh, the miners? Oh, no. yes. No, 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 no. Mayans. The Mayans. Oh, a warring tribe of the Aztecs. Yep. Yes, I very nearly died at the hand of a Mayan. Anyway. Oh. Um, and uh, then do, you must then know um, the, uh, the uh, indigenous people of North America? Uh, yes, yes, indeed. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, then my guess must be it's a dog scratching its back. <laughs> oh, uh, Shirley. Uh, Shirley, Shirley not. Uh, <laughs> unfortunate there, Shirley. You are incorrect. So what thank you, you for calling. What it is not. It is not the sound of a dog scratching its back, nor any other part of its body. What do you mean? You are wrong. Ta-ta and farewell. What do you... <laughs> oh, yes. Unfortunate there for Shirley. But uh, you know what? Live and let live, I say. He's too right there. Well done there, little Shirley. Conveniently, I stepped out of the, of the, of the room then when Shirley was on. <laughs> yes. Oh, dear. All right. Uh, shall we go to our next caller? Perhaps they can have another guess. Definitely think we should. All righty. Uh, well, perhaps we've got to wait for them to bloody call in. Where are you, little callers? Call in on our little radio drive time forum live online show. <laughs> uh, yes, hello. This is uh, you with Les. And who have I got on the telling bone today? Oh, hello. Oh, I think I know who this is. Is this... Is, it's it's Kadavia. Is this Harold? Uh, yes, Harold. It's just yeah, Harold. It's just something about your beautiful voice, Harold. It just—it gets us. We know what's going on. Oh well, you're very kind, I must say. Not as kind as the little nurse lady who brings me my pills. So she's very nice. I, well, yes, I assume so. She seems like a nice lass. Uh, now, listen, uh, Harold. I hope you're well. Yes, I just got my meals on wheels. Oh, yeah. The meals on the wheels. Fantastic. And what, uh, what meals? They around everywhere. Yep. And it's very, it's very fast. Yes, I'm I can. Sort of not fast enough to get it, though. Oh, that's all right. That's not a problem, I don't think. Don't stress about that, sir. If you, you can... And peas and carrots <laughs> in the same container. I don't know what... What do you know about that? I, sorry, I don't know anything about that, Harold. Are you making that beeping sound? No, the beeping sound is something that happens during the technology that we use I on this show. I hear the beeping. Yes. No, well, here's the good thing. Do you hear the beeping? I think that's from Les Mis. No, I don't think anybody, anybody else can hear that beeping except you, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, it's just my, it's just my hearing aid. Uh, that would be it, Absolutely. Uh, now, what's your guess there, Mr. Yeah, Harold? Yes, what is, what's happening? Just wondering if who you... Who are you? Would you like to have one more listen to the noise? Uh, but who are you? Uh, you're with Les. This is Les and Phil on the Radio Drive Time Forum Live and Live. I wasn't sure. I couldn't tell by your telltale list. Uh, is it not being picked up quite as well? 
How's that? Sorry. You want, you want this song? How's well, this? Is can that... I request the song? No. How, what are you doing, Matt? You, you're wrecking the segment. Just, what do you think the sound is? Oh, uh, the sound. Uh, I had a lot of a lovely little sound. You know that when you play a record on the record machine? Yes, 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 yes. You've got the little scratches in on the vinyl and plays and plays. And when the song finally finishes, yeah. it finishes, and the, that little noise at the end, that's what it is. When the little pin has reached ah, the centre When the, the needle vinyl. gets to the centre of the record. That's what the you're saying it is, Harold? Yes. Yes. Well, I can say for one Batucky ham and one Debortley Heathcote Woodfire Shiraz oh. that you are wrong. Oh, no. Now, clear off. Very good. That was, uh, that was, that was incorrect. Uh, uh bloody what? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, hello? Yeah? Hello, who is this? Yeah, hello. Hello. Welcome to the show. You've called the Lesson Phil Radio Drive. That's horrible. I'm online. Yeah, I know. Hello, my name is Hans. How are you going? Uh, it's good. Very good to have you back on the show. Yeah. Okay. Now, Hans, mm -hmm. what have you been doing? Have you been keeping well? No, no, I've been very unwell. You know the gum nuts that I put on the, the painting when I paint? Yes, yes, quite familiar. Yes. I got one lodged in my eyeball. Oh, no, that's terrible. Moving on. Uh, Hans, what is your guess for this sound? Okay, so uh, in, uh, in my country, which technically is Germany, but I, my accent may say otherwise, uh, we, uh, we have in there the, uh, how you say, uh, aspirateur. Uh, it's uh, the, uh, like a vacuum. A vacuum cleaner, and then when you pull the string, it goes. Oh, so just to surmise, your guess is the vacuum cleaner. Yes, the. Uh, is it sucking? Is it when it's on? Uh, no, 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 no. It is when it is off, and you are retracting the cable. Oh, thank you for clarifying, Les. Is uh, old Hans correct? I think he is. What do you think? Yes, I'd say so. All righty, shall we give him five seconds of ticking sound, or shall we not even bother with that? I think we just give it to him. Oh, there. well, congratulations, Hans. You've got yourself a big old buttocky ham. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's so good. I assume you are celebrating then and not just saying yes to a lot of people. But uh, fantastic. Well done. Well Thank played, you. Hans. One, uh, one Batocchi ham coming my way. Indeed. You'll have to pay for the international freighting. Oh, what? Yes, yeah, sorry about that, Hans. Ta-ta! Very good, yes. It's time for a new sponsor for the show. It always changes week to week, uh, depending on who we've got yes, and how much time we've had to organise a sponsor. Yeah, we're very thankful for our new sponsor. Uh, they've got a, they've prepared a little snippet. Absolutely. To explain to you, dear listeners, about their product. So here we are. 
Let's take it away from our new sponsor. Look at the time. It's snack time. I hear your tummy grumbling. Girl to you too, tummy. You just need to tumble that grumble and give your tummy a yummy. You go to the pantry and what do you find? Nothing but a packet of stale, thin salt and vinegar chips. Ugh, those things leave that icky flavor in your mouth that everybody can smell. Well, Brad, your breath smells bad. P.U., Sally, your breath is smelly. Gee, Pippi, have you been eating chippies? Mmm, does that sound familiar? Well, give those thins the flick and get your molars around the new delicious snack from Smith's. Smith's crinkle cut detergent crisps. Remember that feeling you get of wanting to chow down on your crockery as it emerges from your pool of foamy, delicious sink water? Well, turn that urgent urge into a reality. Our new refreshing crisps come showered with the most advanced germ-seeking seasonings that will track down that grime, dust, soot, crud, muck, gunk, and filth built up on even the most inedible of dentitions. Simply form a deep well of 100% natural saliva, pop the crisps in your mouth, and let Smith's work its magic. Say goodbye to excrements and hello to excellence. Smith's Crinkle Cut Detergent Crisps come in 43 new spotless flavors, including plaqueless paddy melon, gingivitisless grape, fluoride fig, enamel elderberry, cavity-free cranberry, and tartar tartar tangerine. Don't give up your oral hygiene. Keep your trumpers sparkling clean with the most delicious snack to squeak out of our factories. Toss away your toothbrush and stock your pantry up with Smith's Crinkle Cut Detergent Crisps. Don't be a detergent. Get some yummy detergent. Fan bloody testic. Is that the sound of a hungry Philip? Oh, I'll tell you what I'm salivating. I can imagine. Salivate. Well, make sure you get your, your, your detergent chippies. They will oh, be quite tasty. Absolutely. Well, bloody done. Good news, sponsor. Good to have them on board. Right, indeed. Yes, we're back. We're here for some more news, 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 news across the nation. Ah, uh, for God's sake, Jeremy! What do you think you're doing, mate? You've come... Uh, unbelievable. Well, it's news time. It is news time. It's... It's what time is it? It's 5.05. That's it. Time for the news. That's it. News it is. Uh, well, why don't I just tell us a little bit about the news... Should I do it? Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm, I was waiting oh, for it. Oh, sorry, yes. I'm ready for the thumbs up. Uh, so, you know, you know, you're aware of Tullamarine Airport. Oh, yes. Not yes, Margarine Airport, that's no, a different place. different one. Tullamarine, Tullamarine. <laughs> wow. Tullamarine Airport, uh, the sniffer dogs there, everyone's come across the sniffer dogs. Oh, they're very cute. They are they? very cute, but they've got astute noses. You can't pat them. Absolutely can't pat Working them. Working dogs. Exactly. Well, they have all been caught red poured sniffing cocaine oh good heavens can you believe that they have been caught at the airport by other dogs 
there's been a there's a small uh, small subclass of the dogs who have found a small janitor's cupboard and they have been sniffing cocaine. Uh, there seems to be a lot of it at the airport, apparently, and they seem to get mm. their filthy red paws all over it. Snitch dogs. The rat, they've ratted them out. They're rat dogs. That's it. They're rat dogs. Oh, good Lord. That's it. They're the good sequel to Cat Dog. Rat dog. Rat dog. Little wound found woof and a purr. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> uh, so that's my news. What's news over your side of the bloody table? Uh, look, uh, the news on my side of the table. Uh, oh, yes, you would be familiar. It is that time of year, after all. It's schoolies. Yes, yes, we're all aware of those ragamuffins. Oh, those youths. Down at uh, Lawn and up at Burren Bay. Down at uh, Philip Island. Yeah, Philip Island. I know. Where's she getting me? Getting me at, um, uh, Gold Coast. Gold Coast, yes. oh, absolutely. Going to uh, Bali. Yes. They're going international. That's it. Down at the Gulf of Carpentaria as well. I've yes. seen a few there. Was that the, around uh, the boat? Over in Albany. That's Albany. I've seen them there too. Absolutely, oh, there's no place that's safe. Exactly right. Yes. Tell you what, there's a lot of fear mongering on this episode. It's <laughs> a very dark episode for Leslie and Philip. Yes, Leslie. Uh, now, there is a new wave of schoolies happening. Yes, and you and I would fit into this. Tell me. Well, they're geriatric schoolies. They're not. Or ghoulies, if you will. Not the ghoulies. The ghoulies, and they are coming thick and fast. I hate. That that just happened. <laughs> the ghoulies. They're, apparently police have been dealing with one particular group of ghoulies. Yes. They, uh, they've formed a gang. Yes. Uh, and they are fond of gin. So they're, they're the police dealing with the gin gang ghoulies. Not the gin gang ghoulies. Yes, indeed. Oh, tell you what, those damn gin gang ghoulies, ghoulie, ghoulie, ghoulie. Well, well, maybe the police have got you. Maybe they have. But the, apparently they've been up to all sorts of shenanigans. Tell me. Public tea drinking, uh, unsolicited cross-stitching. They've not. They've been uh, unsupervised. There's a 24-hour circle. Uh, they can be... Con- <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> There's a 24-hour circle. <laughs> I'm not sure what that means. I'll tell you what I've heard. Actually, I have heard of this. They've been, there's been drugs, hasn't there? There has been. I think there's been. I've heard, yes. In fact, someone back at their home was saying that uh, their their friend managed to pick up a whole gram of warfarin. Oh, good Lord, yes. I'm not even sure if warfarin is a powdered or liquid. I'm not sure either. Yes, we have blood's quite thick. We don't really need it. No. Apparently, all sorts of, uh, yes, drug taking has been happening. Drug trading. Yes. Trafficking. Unbelievable. Been trafficking all these sorts of yes. drugs. Paranadol. Yes. Fenugan. Fenugan. Not Robitussin. Not Robitussin. Oh, yes. Oh, you better believe it. Yeah, well. Uh, and they've been consuming digestives to excess. That is a fifth. Well, I'm angry on behalf of... The police are just... They don't know what to do. These... The gin gangoolies are out of control. Well, I'm frustrated on behalf... Um, I'm angry on behalf of the geriatrics. Oh, certainly. They're, they're, they're giving a bad name. Well, that's the thing. They are. And it makes me mad. It makes me mad, too. Yeah, well, what can you bloody do, I suppose? Les and Phil are DTF Live on Guess it's bloody time to go. Oh, another day comes to an end. I don't believe it. Jeremy, you had one job, 
I, I, look, I'm not going to get mad because it's the end of the day and we all get tired at the end of the day. But let's just say, Jeremy, in fact, just step aside. Step aside, mate. Jeremy, I'm sick. I'm, I'm sick of you. I'm sick that you come into this office unprepared. You've got... No, I don't even know how you got hurt. This thing is not for you. This is not... This is a bad work... Is your name even Jeremy? I don't think... I think bloody Philip just called you Jeremy. I've got a feeling that you're bloody in here. Up, you've got some ulterior motives, don't you? Bloody... You're not a technician. If you're back next week, I'm going to be so mad! <laughs> right. Get back in. Thank, thank you for taking care of that, Liz. That's right. Just the two of us now. I've got a lot of spit on me. <laughs> we need to wipe down. <laughs> yes, do sponge bath. Yes. Uh, well, I'll, I'll wipe it down if there, you need. I've yes. got a spare towel. I uh, often have a lot of uh, sweat towels. Yes, and for your irritable bowels. I do, indeed. Have a lovely week, Philip. Uh, yes, you too, my friend. Any uh, plans? Any plans? Well, I was planning on robbing a bank. But, um, you know, now that it's public I yeah, knowledge, I, don't think I you might not have said do that. that. <laughs> yeah, I guess. What are you doing this well, week? This, well, tell you what, as you're well aware, next week, it's getting bloody close to Christmas. Isn't oh, it, it is indeed. That's it's a good pick-up. That's right. Next week, we've got the most festive episode of the Les and Phil show since 1912. <laughs> the year of Titanic, as I remember it. Oh, as I live and breathe. One yes. of the best years yes, on well, record. In- uh, interestingly, a lot of the people in the Titanic, Titanic don't. <laughs> anyway, thanks for joining us. <laughs> yes, next week, ladies and gentlemen, we will be doing a Christmas spectacular. It will be spectacular. So be sure to listen in then. Don't miss it. If you do, we'll know. We will. Bye. Ta-ta and farewell. Where am I, Bye.